hello bookworms and uh, what you're going to hear as a reading over the next few minutes is what i consider to be one of the best examples of uh, journalism and investigative writing and this is from a collection called uh, drama in Re- real life a readers digest uh, selection way back in 1987 when reading we can say it was the golden age of reading from the before television came and all even after television came i think until the late 2000s i think uh, and until 2007 8 until cell phones took over and apps took over and uh, and finally in 2016 17 when uh, in india especially when uh, certain uh, cell phone service providers provided internet at a very low rate and then the youtube videos and youtube youtube uh, video makers and their subscriptions and subscribers really took off until then i think there still was a scope for uh, reading to be considered as one of you know the top most entertainments and still is for those who keep reading so let's just read on this entire entire uh, thing and a uh, drama in real life one of the stories from real life fiction stories from uh, real life non fiction stories from drama in real life uh, it's called there's a girl on the tracks by varan young so i think without much i do let me just go on to it There's a girl on the tracks by Varen Young. It was a moment frozen in time by terror. Nearly 100 people waiting on the underground platform beneath New York's 86th Street and Lexington Avenue stood transfixed. A few screamed, but they could barely be heard. For thundering into the station at nearly 50 kilometers per hour was a heavily laden rush hour train half a million kilos of screeching stainless steel and fateful momentum and in its path the onlookers could see a young man his face pale with concentration trying to jump up from the tracks 1.20 meters below with terrible certainty they could see that he was not likely to make it the train was hurtling towards him ponderously swaying to within 4 or 5 centimeters of the metal capped edge of the platform like a gargantuan sausage slicer the man's first jump carried him only high enough for his chest to strike the edge of the platform and he fell back on the track now the train was only a few meters away he gathered himself for one last desperate attempt then he felt himself rising and it seemed just possible after all that at least his torso might get clear but the last last thought he had before the train reached the spot was there go my legs less than 2 minutes earlier 34 year old everett sanderson an unemployed musician had been on his way home after visiting his mother it was 5:10 pm January 16th 1975 and around him swirled the normal evening bustle as people hurried down from the city streets or up the stairs from the platform below about uh, every 2 and 1/2 minutes at this time of day a train came through and uh, one of them had left uh, half a minute before at this moment chance was guiding several strangers and uh, one particular train on paths which uh, soon would converge with that of everett 
changing trains was 20 year old miguel masonet is slender clean cut black youth sporting a neat bushy hairdo miguel was a deep in thought about his future he had just collected his final pay packet as a city health department rat inspector his job had been eliminated because of spending cutbacks ever since the age of 15 when he had dropped out of school to support himself and his younger brother who had continued through high school and was now in college miguel had managed but uh, now jobs were scarce Approaching the stairs leading up to the same platform was a railway policeman Rex Johnson on his beat coming through the turnstiles was uh, Mrs Joanna D Jesus whose right eye was bandaged from a recent operation with her were her 4 year old daughter Michelle and uh, uh, Mrs Me Jesus sister Margarita Esquilin 800 meters to the south of the 77th street station 60 year old motorman daniel miller had just released the brakes in response to a green all clear ahead signal light now he swung the master controller handle of the power position sending 600 volts of direct current uh, into the 40 electric motors hooked to the train's 40 axles The 72nd run through the tunnel to 86th Street had begun. The D Jesus trio moved through the thickening crowd and stopped about 60 centimeters from the bright yellow stripe painted along the platform's uh, steel-capped edge. Just then, Michelle uh, Michelle wriggled her hand free from her mother's, hopped towards the edge to look for the train, but slipped and fell on the tracks. The screams and shouts for help began. There's a girl on the tracks. Somebody get her. Save her. All Mrs. D Jesus could see was the bright red coat and motionless form of a child face down on the wooden sleepers with her feet across the nearest rail. Everett and Mitchell, 25 meters apart, each stepped to the platform's edge to see what had happened. Everett was about a 10.5 meters north from the center of of the commotion. Mijail 15 meters south. Both could see the helpless figure on the tracks and both expected somebody in the crowd to jump down and pick up the stunned child. 15 seconds passed. The crowd felt a gush of wind caused by the oncoming train. Then heard the first distant grumble as it hurtled through the rock walled tunnel towards them. Down on the tracks Mijail began to get up her eyes tightly closed she cried mummy mummy the shouts for somebody to save the little girl continued but nobody moved 10 more seconds ticked by it was almost half a minute since the fall then everett his own son in the custody of his ex-wife asked himself what if it was my child down there and in the jumble of gallantry and foolhardiness he jumped down to the tracks and started running Years ago as a schoolboy Everett had played American football and basketball and once at an athletics meet had carried off all the awards but he had never run in conditions like these dressed in a heavy jacket down in the cavern of the underground and with a little girl's life at stake on the other side of the crowd Michel too had decided to try and save the girl unlike Everett however he was thoroughly familiar with the tracks and as a 
boy he and his friends in a daredevil game used to jump down and run across them between trains now he leaped down and began sprinting by the time mijail had run 3 meters he could hear the sound of the train swelling hugely in the tunnel behind him he knew that it would reach the station in seconds but then he saw the other man running towards him closer to mijail and uh, with a better chance of reaching her then he see vault perfected by years of boyhood practice miguel swung his body up to the platform by this time the railway policeman johnson was up the stairs and aware of the desperate situation he knew there was no way to cut off the power from the station nor any fast way for him to contact the train to stop it headlight flashes flickered in the dark tunnel and the noise level rose facing the unseen train and waving his flashlight from side to side as the regulations prescribed for an emergency the 1.90 meter 90 kilo officer began running backwards shouting stand clear get back everybody the train would reach the station in about 10 seconds motorman miller at this point had been pouring power into the 4000 horsepower electric motors to carry the train and up Uh, over a steep little slope in front of the 86 uh, street station because of this incline miller could neither see officer johnson's warning flashlight nor yet peer into the station to spot any trouble near the station entrance he cut off the power normally the train would be allowed to coast far into the station then gradually be braked miller's 25 years of bringing underground trains into stations had taught him never to be surprised to see objects in his train's path usually they were unimportant newspapers blowing along the tracks were commonplace once in a while however an object might be human two or three suicides had uh, jumped uh, to their deaths under his wheels waiting until the last moment where uh, he could do nothing for once a drunk on the tracks was saved by miller's quick stop so now as always His right hand was firmly wrapped around the brake lever. Everett was so busy running that he never saw Miguel hop down and back up, nor did he notice uh, Officer Johnson waving his light. All his thoughts were focused on the girl. She was still six meters away when he suddenly felt the asphalt tremble. Two brilliant headlights glared into his eyes as the front of the train, more than 3.5 meters tall and 2.75 meters wide abruptly filled the mouth of the tunnel the 75 meters now separating the train from little michel uh, looked like far less to everett as the monster rumbled towards him still going about 50 kilometers per hour or about 13.5 meters per every second everett everest uh, everett could see the motorman his expression less face giving no sign that he saw anybody on the track looking even more remote because he was so far up his feet like those of the people on the platform were about at everett's eye level everett kept running sometime during the first 2 seconds after the train entered the station motorman miller spotted the child and the man on the tracks he slammed the brake handle to emergency stop locking all the train's wheels sparks flew like fireworks as they skidded grinding their metal against the rails with a tortured screech immediately the train slowed but it would still pass the spot where michel lay in only 5 seconds everett was only a step from michel in the train cab motorman miller silently prayed oh god i hope i don't hit them 
on the platform miguel was also in the path of the train kneeling and leaning over the edge towards everett with outstretched arms with 3 seconds to go everett seized michel in his right hand and possessed of his strength he never knew he had hurled her into miguel's waiting arms the impact knocked miguel on his onto his back and the child sprawled on his chest safe at last for the first time everett recognized his own predicament uh, the train speed had by this time been cut in half to under 26 kilometers per hour or some 7 meters per second but it was still uh, it was 12 meters away there were 2 seconds to go everett placed his hands on the edge of the platform jumped for his life and failed by now there was a single second left before the train would pass the spot where he was Everett got ready for one last desperate jump. Then with the train so close with its mammoth bulk seemed virtually on top of him, he felt himself rising. Hand belonging to officer Johnson, Michelle's and Margarita and Miguel were lifting him by the jacket and his arms. Everett hoped that his torso would clear the train, but he felt sugar his sure his legs would be amputated. As the train passed, motorman Miller lost sight of Everett with a sinking feeling he thought the last thought the first car must have caught Everett's legs and pulled him under but he was puzzled by the absence of the familiar sickening thud he always heard when a train passed over a body of a suicide for more than 3 seconds the train kept skidding finally it stopped 8 meters beyond where Everett and Michelle had been Miller stepped out on the platform to see what had happened A pile of human figures on the platform were struggling to their feet. The three rescuers had tugged, tugged so mightily on Everett that some of them fell. With Everett unharmed, landing among them, later he would find a mark made by the train on the edge of his right shoe. For the last few minutes, while Miller and Johnson made sure of the happy outcome, the crowd patted Everett on the back and kept telling him he was a hero. At last everybody went on about his business. Miguel went home in a taxi. Mrs. D. Jesus took another cab to a hospital to make sure uh, Michelle was not really hurt. Hurt and Johnson resumed his beat and Miller announced that the train would continue its regular run. Everett Sanderson got on the train too and traveled to his station. The grateful New York Transit Authority presented Everett and Miguel with medals of for civilian heroism plus a 5 year pass for free underground underground travel for Miguel and a lifetime pass for Everett. Miguel found a job in the dispatch section of the Transit Authority. Everett for his part uh, decided to pursue a new career in the nutrition field and is now training for it. Traveling on the underground to class In addition he was presented the prestigious bronze life saving medal of the Carnegie Hero Fund Commission and a $1000 check. I don't know whether this has changed my life says Everett. I know it almost ended it, but if I hadn't tried to save that little girl, if I had just stood there like the others, I would have died inside. I would have been no good to myself from then on. And that's how this masterpiece of a drama in real life story by Darren Warren Young and there's a girl on the tracks by Warren Young one of the best uh, that i've read in this readers digest selection called drama in real life so that's it from uh, movies music books etc by snail kumla this was great non fiction section a girl is on the tracks by Warren Young that was the story
that I read on in its entirety. So happy reading and happy living to you.